Fight! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition, Valentine's Day edition, just a little bit, of your wrestling podcast presented by Culture. It is the Frankensteiner Wrestling Podcast. As always, I am your host, Martin. Thank you for joining us. Uh, with me today is Cliff. Julie is taking a mental health day, a sabbatical, if you will, from, you know, anything, everything today, so... She'll be on next week, hope mostly, most likely, hopefully. Words. Cliff, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. How are you? How are you doing? I Clearly, know you, I can't speak. A... I just can't fucking do any. I can't speak today. So, yeah. After after last night, I'm. I would imagine that <sighs> you can't talk at all. So okay, let's get so let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, Evolve. I went to my first non WWE. NXT wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. God. Oh, jeez. I cannot speak. Fuck. Shring. Shring. Uh, so, let's retry that. I went to Evolve 121, which was my first non-WWE NXT wrestling show. It did have on the card special appearances by Adam Cole of Undisputed Era. And Street Profits, who are also at NXT. The, uh, Street Profits are actually the current Evolved Tag Team Champions. Um, and then a couple, I think it was about two months ago, Fabian Eichner was actually the Evolved Champion at, uh, for a little bit. I think he, I think I looked it up. It was for about two months. He was an Evolved Champion. Uh, but the card was pretty dope for, you know, people aside from, like, one person out of the WWE people that I knew of, which is uh, their current Evolve world champion, Austin Theory. Freaking, freaking awesome. Freaking awesome show. Uh, 100% loved it. 100% would recommend it. 10 out of 10 would go again. Uh, they're very interactive with the crowd. Uh, from the tweet, there was a tweet that I shared, and. Uh, I think retweeted on my Twitter that Frankenculture uh, did like. Uh, there was a spot where Darby Allen uh, was doing an over-the-top suicide dive plancha, some sort of move. I can't really figure it out because I was just in the moment. And he hit Austin Theory, and Austin Theory landed in the spot that was literally like next to my boyfriend. Like, you could see him in the gift. He's wearing the Reinhardt shirt. He was completely taken out. Funny thing is, that was going to be my seat. But I was like, no, I want to sit next to our friends that we bought so I can talk to them and see their reactions as they watch the show. So, I opted for seat <laughs> D112 instead of D111. Little did I know that if I saw, uh, chose D111, I would have sat next to Austin Theory. For like it happens five seconds, 
Now, for some of you that don't know, Austin Theory on a couple of podcasts ago, and by a couple, I mean probably at like the beginning of 2018, way, way, way long time ago, Austin Theory was one of the people I said that he was going to be someone to look out for. Uh, and sure shit, he's only 21, and he is the current Evolve World Champion, which the Evolve brand has some pretty good names attached to it, specifically the Evolve Championship. Uh, Sammy Callahan has fought for the title. Ricochet has fought for the title. Chuck Taylor. Uh, former champions have actually been Matt Riddle, Fabian Eichner, as I said before, Zack Sabre Jr., Chris Hero, who we know as Cassius Ono. And, oh, no. And one current Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre is a former Evolve champion. Uh, Keith Lee has also been in the the era or the area of fighting for the championship. I think he was a different champion. I think it was the worldwide, the WWN championship. Isn't uh, Johnny Gargano was on Evolve as yeah, well? Yeah, he actually wrestled Austin Theory. Because I know um, there he was puts a out tweets. He puts mm-hmm. out tweets a lot talking about wanting to go back home to evolve. Yeah, he's like always going to be on the shows. Yeah, it um, 100% got a new fan in me. Um, I, I, was in, I was entertained the whole entire time. Darby Allen. Whew. Like, if you do not... I'm going to go ahead and just, you know, go ahead and say this. If you do not have... Uh, their little network subscription thing. That's how you can see all of their episodes, which uh, last night was Evolve 121. Tonight, uh, actually, I think from Concord, North Carolina. Is that what it says? I don't remember. That sounds right. Um, I was just looking at it. Funny enough, you... It, well, they're, in North Car- they're in North Carolina right now. Um, but Evolve 122 is, going pl- is taking place right now. We are actually just watched a free match off of their... WWN live Facebook page. They stream some of the matches. So that way you can catch out some of the action there. Uh, but definitely I, I'm signing up 100% signing up. I think it's only nine ninety nine. Yeah. A month. They're in yeah, Concord, not... by the way. Concord. Okay, cool. But that's not bad mm-hmm. to join like their club or whatever it is. Let me see. Club WWN. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it's there. I'm just not going to go through it. I mean, uh, got to see Priscilla Kelly. She didn't do any crazy shit. She didn't, like, pull a tampon out of her butthole or something. She didn't do anything like that. Um, but the whole card was just, I, I can dig it. I'm, I'm, I'm going again. I'm going to wait till they come up here to Maryland. I might go catch a couple shows. I know that, um, I think it was last year, maybe the year before. Uh, WWE NXT was like it was like twenty minutes away from my house, and uh, I got I got caught up doing something and I couldn't go, and I was upset How because I think you. Johnny Garg, I know Johnny Gargano was at the show too, but that was at the time where I was hating on Johnny Gargano and I didn't want to go. <laughs> You're terrible, man. I'm not going. <laughs> Prove a point to Katie. Right, you got <laughs> proof of point. Um, so yeah, like, I don't know, man, I just, I, I know I keep, 
repeating myself and I, I I'm one that hates repeating myself to with certain topics, but I just, I can't get over with how much fun I had last night. Like now it may be because my last NX, my last like wrestling show that I have been to was the tapings of NXT last February. So last year we did, it was the TV tapings leading up to mania, which uh, was after the Gargano Almas match at TakeOver Philadelphia. So, and I was at those ones in the 1st of January. So, um, it's been a minute since I've been to a live wrestling show. Oh, well, there been, was the one. I'm not even going to lie to you. You want to know the last time I was at a live show? Was it with our partners at WCF? <laughs> our friends? No. Actually, crazy enough, because, you know, like, that that relationship with those guys has only been about three months long. I'm just going to be just be honest. Uh, no, but the last show I was at was the last appearance of CM Punk at SmackDown. Nice. I can tell you how far back it was. Yep. That was the same night that Kane... The Shield and DX all beat him down. Then they had a dark match. They had a dark match right after that, which was uh, the Shield versus CM Punk, which coincidentally was also the it was a main event for the pay per view that winter pay per view that December pay per view. I can't remember what it was, but um, so and I I had a lot of fun because I got to see the Usos. I met Bob Backlund. That was pretty cool. And then I got to see Rey Mysterio, which I make it no secret, Rey Mysterio is my favorite wrestler of all time. So getting so you to watch were, you turned into a like a little ten year old child, like screaming on the inside, didn't you? The guy next to me is a really good friend of mine. His name is John, and uh, John was laughing the whole time because he's like, "It's Rey Mysterio! Oh my god, I'm so excited!" <laughs> and he was like, "You're so." He's like, "Why do you like Rey Mysterio? He's so old." It's like you hold your tongue there, young man, and you it watch. It does not greatness. matter. Whoa. He clearly does not know that if you have passion for the business, no matter what age, you can still perform. Ric Flair, uh, what wasn't it? Wasn't it uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Chris Jericho at WrestleMania 25, and then the following pay-per-view had a singles match against him? Like, you still got a chance for fucking louder than ever? Like, it doesn't matter what age. No, I mean, you know who else? Me, who? Who else Don't was on that show? Hogan. Actually, um, this night at, on, on SmackDown, that night, it was oh. the debut of Rusev. Oh, now that, I'm really that thinking was about forever it. ago. He actually, the crazy thing, the debut match for Rusev was on main event, and he wrestled Tyson Kidd. Like, Aww. yes. So, Poor Tyson. And, 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 getting the, and you know what's so cool, though? He's, like, man, like, seeing him, like, Live, he's so he he was so athletic, and that's why I was like when I heard about the injury that he had with Samoa Joe, I was like, damn, like, no man, that it's it's a real loss for him being injured. Um, but you know, I'm not religious at all. You know that very well that I'm not religious. But thank God, thank whatever deity that he was not paralyzed and or killed with that in, that neck injury. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm sure he, well, he is was telling him too, like. He was he was lucky just to be walking. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like they're like I don't even know why you're walking right now. And I, was, I think someone said that it was the same injury that Christopher Reeve had. Yeah, 
So that's no joke. No. Tyson, I'm pretty sure Natty and um, Tyson um, are are pretty uh, pretty happy with. Uh, yeah, pretty thankful. They gotta yeah. be. I would be. I am for them, and I don't even know them. You know, um, Natty. Is she sad that I'm like over her? Like I've always been a fan of her since she debuted. Like, even though I really didn't care for her weird reddish hair and her, I don't really care for her partnership with Victoria, but like for the longest time, like the Divas of Doom, I really liked her. You know, her feuds with like AJ Lee were fantastic. But like recently, it's just, I don't like her as the sidekick. No, but it's because I think it was weird. I'm going to mention this, but it was on Total Divas or something like that where she was talking about she's like, why do I want to train another blonde to come try to replace me when they can't do it? And like, I don't remember who she was referencing in that. And then like it went on from there. And I just I don't know. I feel bad for her because she's like. It's going to sound bad when I say it, but she's the old head, right? She's mm. like, she's the OG in that place. Like, people go to her. And I hear Sasha Banks talk about it, that she's like an encyclopedia of wrestling. Like, Love everybody me. goes to her for everything. And it's just, it's sad that the way WWE has have, have used her. Well, yeah. like Alicia Fox, right? So Alicia Fox was on a podcast, too, where she was talking about that her career in WWE has been a joke. And that she she hates it. She doesn't want to be a joke. She wanted to be taken seriously, and I like I feel bad for her because she <laughs> and like it, it. A couple people mentioned it, and the more I keep watching it, the more I keep noticing. But it's like her her northern northern light suplex that looks bridge. like Mister Perfect. Yeah, that it bridge. looks. She hits those bridges on anything, and it's just it's perfect. I don't know if it's because of her long legs or her balance or whatever, but yeah, I 100%. She's got that bridge. Um, and it, it is unfortunate for her because, you know, you know, while she's not, Alicia specifically speaking of, she's not technically the best sound wrestler. Coming from the era of model, like fashion models or fitness models into wrestlers, She's like up there with her ability to sell and to perform. Yeah, she botches every so often, but let's just take a look at other models turned wrestlers that have done way worse. Bellas, Kelly uh, Kelly, Corey Wilson, uh, <clears throat> Alexa Bliss. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, Alessa has like giant amounts of charisma. But technical abilities in the ring, if you're going to compare it to Alicia Fox, Alicia Fox sells better and performs better. And they're probably pretty much on par. Maybe Alicia's a little bit better with how many botches they perform. I think Alicia maybe outperforms her on that. I mean... Given longevity-wise, that's to be expected. I mean, yeah, let's look, let's look at the longevity. She's been there since when? Uh, she was in OVW the same time, uh, around the same time that Mickey James was in OVW, um, and Alicia Fox debuted well after Mickey James. Alicia Fox, de- yeah, Alicia Fox debuted well after Mickey James debuted in two thousand like five, two thousand six, or something like that. 
And I think they were all both in OVW around 2005, 2004, something like that. I can't, I, I know it's, it's in that time frame. Like Alicia Fox, Victoria Crawford, whatever. She was like OVW women's champion. She performed in, I think, a, a ladder match in OVW with Beth Phoenix. I think that was her. Either that was Katie Lee, Birchall. I don't remember. Long time ago. Uh, but, um, yeah. And, and again, it goes back to the point that Alicia Fox, like, she's done really, really well. Like, take anything away from her. Her, and, you know, and Natty, and Mickey James, obviously. Like, those three, like, they're just, they're, they're gonna, well, Alicia Fox, at least. Like, Mickey James, and put them in a ring with, like, anybody else, and just tell them, hey, just put on a match. They will. And it'll look good, and it'll be great, and you're gonna be like, "Wow, I'm excited to see that." Then, like, you have um, you have like Alicia Fox, who you still kind of have to give structure to. You kind of have to give her a little bit of balance and just say, "Hey, like, just go with go with the flow," but also, right? You know, that's I don't know, but I would trust I trust Alicia Fox more in the ring than I would like Alexa Bliss or who else would. You know, Rhonda to lead a match, I guess to say. And that's not fair for Rhonda because Rhonda's only been in there for a year. True, true, true. Kin of Rhonda. I, I apologize. Apparently, OVW doesn't recognize Alicia Fox's reign uh, because it happened only like for a day. She apparently. She was a champ for a day. She apparently won the title off of Beth Phoenix and then. The next night, um, Alicia Fox lost the title back to Beth Phoenix. So they, instead of counting Beth Phoenix as two reigns, they count it as one continuous reign for some weird that's, reason. That's lame. Well, that's, that's wrestling for you, I guess. Fun fact, Rosa Mendez, aka Melina Roca, was OVW Women's Champion for 154 days. Trusted her with a long, long reign. Like, question mark, question mark above my head, like, hello? <laughs> that, oh, you know what's funny is that she's actually at uh, Maryland Championship Wrestling, MCW, right now. And she and Tori, uh, they're either having a match. Are we talking about, like, Tori Wilson? Or are we talking about Tori, the one who used to, quote-unquote, date Kane? Victoria. Oh, no, Victoria. Victoria. Victoria, yeah. so Lisa Marie Veron. Someone who so, should definitely be Hall of Fame class of 2019. Hint, should hint. Be. Should be. With that fucking epic cage match against Liga. Hardcore matches with Trish Stratus. I love that Widow's Peak. That was such ah, a cool move. Yes, she was such a cool wrestler. Was. She was like, just... They definitely misused her. Um, in my opinion, at that time on Raw, when the only there was only three faces on Raw, it was her, Nydia, and Stacy Keebler, and the heels were literally Trish Stratus, Jazz, J- Gail Kim, and Molly Holly. Like, let's stack resumes uh, next to each other, and the heels were just that was gross, man. That was gross. 
I mean, Lita was there, but Lita was on and off with this relationship thing with Matt and then Kane and then some weird shit. So she wasn't really there there, but she was. She had like a neck injury like that same time frame. Well, no, this is, this is when she came back because she didn't have some matches, uh, tagging with Victoria. And there was that fatal four where Trish won, I think, title number six. Because it was Gail Kim, Trish Stratus, Lita, and Victoria. Victoria came in reign- as reigning champion. It was originally supposed to be Victoria versus Gail Kim. They were. It looked like they were leading to Gail Kim taking the title off Victoria, but it turned into a uh, fatal four-way with Lita and Trish added, and that's when Trish won. And then Victoria never had a championship after that. Oh, Gail Kim. How she did so well in Impact, and yet in WWE, it's like- just... They, yeah, WWE. It's just funny though, because WWE has like a tendency. Oh, we don't want to say like WWE does have a tendency, has a history of just like fucking up like really good wrestlers, and then just like you watch them succeed somewhere else, and you're like, man, actually, you know what? They did really, really well for themselves. Like, let's be honest. Uh, pot, uh, Pack, Neville, Pac. Like, Pack, Pac, Neville, whatever. He's I'm just doing call really him Neville well. Pock. Neville Pock. He's doing he's doing really well at uh Dragon Gate. And then you have someone like um uh Gail Kim who tore it up at Impact. And then you're just mm-hmm. like, man, at Kenta, he going back to uh he's not going back to New Japan, but where's he going? To the other Noah. Uh, Noah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was he was the man, and he's gonna go back and he's gonna be the man again in it's just to me. Karen it's just Terrell, crazy to see who was Tiffany in WWE, but she, right. you know, she had a nice lawn championship reign in TNA. Started the Dollhouse, which was a really, really awesome uh, heel stable that featured Mia Yim and Marty Bell. Mia Yim, yeah, so that cool. was that was a cool little thing. Ooh. Speaking of speaking of women and women who. Energize WWE. We'll just put it that way. Mm. We had we had a mm. situation on Raw, right? And I got to bring this up because oh, we're talking, we're talking about this one about. first. Oh, I thought yeah. we were going to talk about something else. Okay, dive right into this one because oh my god! All right, so I don't you I don't know, but we're going to recap this just for the audience, right? So at the beginning of Monday no. Night Raw, we had uh, Becky Lynch, Triple H, and Hunter like their little. Powwow Wait. meeting, right? Becky Lynch, Triple H, and Hunter. Stephanie McMahon. Okay. F Hunter. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Hunter. Anyway, so we had we have all these guys in the ring, right? Yeah. And obviously Becky was supposed to be quote unquote suspended, but she's in the ring. And essentially apparently Becky had her doctors clear her to wrestle at WrestleMania and then the WWE doctors did the same. And so this was being all explained. So Triple H and Steph then say, Hey, we're sorry. For you to get your match at WrestleMania, you have to say you're sorry as well. So Becky was like, nah. And she just walked out of the ring. So the whole tagline through the whole the whole storyline through the whole night was or is she not? So Finn comes and talks to her. Alexa Bliss came and talked to her. Rhonda came and talked to her. Um, somebody else came and talked to her. Regardless, she gets into the ring. 
gets into the ring at the end of the night, right? And this is after a shitty show. Let's just put it out there. Um, so at the end of the night, out there and she's talking and she tells Triple H and Steph, I'm sorry. And then she goes, now that I've said I'm sorry, do I get my match at? Do I get my match at Mania after saying sorry? And they say, yeah. And so Triple H and Steph go to walk out of the ring, right? And Becky kind of looks kind of funny and she's like, that's it? And they're like, yeah, that's it. Hmm. And they go to leave and Vince comes out and Vince, mm. no, I'm sorry, that's not happened. Rhonda came out, so Rhonda and Becky are in the ring. Cuts promo. Vince comes out. Now you have Vince at the top. You have Triple H and on the ramp. Rhonda and Becky in the ring with Rhonda. Yeah. So Vince cuts this promo, and he says, "Bad attitudes." They might accept your apology, but I don't. So I'm going to suspend you for another 60 days, which puts you five days past WrestleMania. So the new opponent who's going to push Ronda to the limit, who's going to Ronda push to her limits, who's going to beat Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair. And they bring out Charlotte. Like That's how they brought Charlotte into this match. Now, I don't have a problem being in a match. I don't have a problem... Vince, it was a piss poor announcement, and I guess it, the way they they brought it in, I don't have a problem with. I have a problem with Becky Lynch saying sorry. Oh, that because it cheapened her character, right? So this whole time she's talking, "I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man," and as soon as WrestleMania comes, right, she loses in a really good match to Oscar, which I'm gonna give that match, right? She had to tap out. Yeah, she comes in. She wins the Royal Rumble. Now, she gets a Royal Rumble match pulled because she's quote-unquote hurt. She gets cleared by the doctors. Who, And by the way, she was still selling the limp to an extent, which is kind of cool. I definitely appreciated that. But Triple H, Steph, in the ring, and she says, sorry. Like, why are you saying sorry? Stone Cold never said sorry. Like we we've kind of acknowledged that she's kind of like following that kind of same path as Stone Cold. Right. Stone Cold never said sorry. I don't remember The Rock ever saying sorry. I don't remember John Cena ever saying sorry. That's that's not to the to authority. But we it's can't just, we can't really go back. We can't really go back in all of time of no and corporation here's, here's people versus wrestler storyline. Like here's like the craziest thing, right? Mm. When Randy Orton got quote unquote fired from his WrestleMania match, and because he won the Royal Rumble, he threatened to sue, and they had to give him back his WrestleMania match. Do you remember when they, we were talking about that? Yes. So, to me, I was like, "Yo, apologize." Becky doesn't have to apologize. She could just literally say no. They could keep her suspended, and she's gonna be like, "Look." I signed a contract that said if I won the Royal Rumble, I get to headline WrestleMania. You guys are in breach of contract. My lawyer is going to come talk to you guys. It still keeps her in a badass phase, right? I don't to know. Me, the, the, the lawyering up, though, doesn't seem badass like Stone Cold or Becky's current character. I don't feel like that would be. Then, like, why have her say sorry? Yeah, I don't. I don't like that either. I think. <sighs> I think it's cheap. I, I think you're right. 
it cheapens it. And then, like, the authority figures, like, we're not supposed to have authority figures in the, in the WWE anyway right now, right? Which we all knew we were going to get those anyway. Steph and Triple H all inserting themselves into the main event picture almost makes me feel like it's going to be, that's what it's going to be. Like, Steph is going to be with, like, Ronda, Triple H will be with Becky, with Charlotte. And they're all going to be at the, at, and it's going to be over something. Oh, it's going to be control over the WWE or some stupid shit as well as the women's title. Right. Like, I don't understand why we have to jam so much match. You don't have anything to do. Just put the match together. Right. The, the Those three women, I get it's about the belt, but those three women, they do not have to fight. That match got set up because of something that happened for Survivor Series, and fans wanted that match. They don't need the title. Like, John Cena and The Rock didn't need the title the first time that they wrestled. It was just those two. It was just big names going against each other. Then we're like, we'll throw the title. The McMahons. Charlotte. It's like, ah, stop. Drip down to its bare essentials. The fans are going to go fucking nuts over this match. Oh, yeah, no. 100%. And I think personally, someone said it on, I think it was either Twitter or Reddit or I don't know where I read it from. But if the one-on-one match doesn't happen at Mania and Ronda is really like taking a break and or done regardless if Becky wins the title off of Ronda or Charlotte if it's a triple threat match Becky will be the only one that has not gotten a one-on-one match with Ronda but has been in the ring with her especially if you know she's the hottest act like it needs to be a one-on-one match for, like, legitimacy, in my opinion. I think the only reason why they're adding Charlotte is to add uh, uh, the pinfall person. Asuka hasn't even on SmackDown in the last two weeks. It's just weird. So, so that, to me, that means it's probably going to be Nia or maybe Sasha. I can't think of who else it might be. Or what? Are they going to do it for Fastlane? Or are they doing it for... I don't know, but they said, they said that the person... like If Charlotte and Becky are both moving to Raw, SmackDown then has Naomi, Lana, Carmella. We'll get to you in a minute. Um, <laughs> Zelina Vega, the Iconics, Mandy, and Sonya. Okay. Am I missing anybody? Uh, well, where's Nikki Cross? Okay, no. Nikki Cross we'll and Lacey Evans are also wild cards. Okay, so are any of those ready to have a WrestleMania match against Asuka? Probably not. Which, actually, because... She's over on Raw right now, even though she's technically hurt right now. I don't know. When is when is Ember's oh, She's not. She's not. I, I was hoping for her and Asuka for Mania because I know that match would have been uh lit. But with her being injured, I don't think she's going to be back in time for 
uh, mania. I really don't think so. You look up. No, it's funny because what's what's I, her ETA? What's what's her timeout? I don't even know if it's been posted or put on shoulder injury. Right, that's what she had. I think they said three to six months. It was either shoulder or elbow. I think it was elbow actually, but it was three to six months. I remember Ender that timeline. Injury. Let's see. What about an NXT call up and just like the only one that would be ready, in my opinion, to actually that would that would have a match like ready to go, in my opinion, would be Shayna. What about Candice LeRae? Nope, I don't see that being viable. But I want to hold on. <laughs> I don't. I don't see that being a thing. Getting uh, rumor has it that she's actually getting called up to to where? What? No, no. Yeah. I don't think Candace is. I don't think. Nope. I don't think so. I'm trying to see. I wouldn't be surprised if Candace does get called up. WrestleMania, or like right before it. I don't see her being on WrestleMania. Let's be real on soon. I'm trying to see. A lot of people are yeah. saying that this might be a work to keep her off and rested for Mania as well. A lot of people are saying that. Well, I know like they want to focus. So WWE wants to focus the picture right now on the women's title on Raw, which is why all three, like the three biggest stars are there, right? Mm-hmm. So like what they want to do is they want to run the titles for the championship, the women's tag titles. They want to run one feud on one one work, and then they'll run the next feud on like the next pay per view cycle. So what we could probably end up seeing is like, let's just say the Iconics win, right? Now mm-hmm. the titles are on, and they wrestle whoever Carmella, well, the fabulous Glow, the Homewrecker Glow. Um, <laughs> so they beat ready. them, and then they move over to all oh, that we the home home record stopped. I don't know, home record bailed. I don't know. Anyway, so we'll move. They'll move. Drunken over. floozy, <laughs> the drunken home record. <laughs> um, <sighs> but then they move over. Let's say they move over to. Raw, and they'll be on Raw for a paper. They get pulled over to Raw. Back over to SmackDown if they win. So let's, you know, there's a plus. There's the, the, I guess the idea for Raw or for the WWE is to eventually merge the women's. The, the tag titles are going to be represented on both brands. I still, I, I think that they're going to do what they poorly did back when the Raw, when the women's championship was Raw exclusive. But kind of was represented on both brands. Like you had sometimes Stacey Keebler, Corey Wilson fight for it when they were on SmackDown. Melina fought for it while she was on SmackDown before. Um, uh, uh, I don't. If they do it right, I could see it being a thing since there's two titles. Because I don't want the women's division to be split or, or combined into one brand. There's there's oh. there's too many there's too many women. To, to that need a title that deserve the title to be in the championship spotlight, you know, um, like but tag the tag divisions specifically, women's and men's, 
Oh yeah, those definitely deserve to be merged into one, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I think that's that's that has to. Well, I don't know. I don't know about the men's side though. Men's tag. The, I the men's the men's tag on Raw right now is utter garbage. Let's just I, be real. Like they've buried the revival all year. You know they've been they've been unlucky with injuries. Who else is on the there right now? Who who else is on Raw that is credible aside from people they throw the fuck together like Bobby Roode and Chad Gable? AOP half of them is out. So there's that. Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy, we don't know what the fuck is going on with them, so there's that. Then you have fucking the B team, okay, they had the little, their nice little run, but there's that. Uh, Lucha House Party, they don't even know what they want to do with that, and they want to have face team do heel antics, but, you know, that's whatever. I mean, who the fuck else is there? The Ascension? That's gonna be a hard build to get them back oh. out of, you know, mediocrity. And there's, um, when does, uh, Breezango will come back. And when who? When's who? The Breeze and uh, Fondango. I have no idea. I have no idea. Because I think Fondango has been wrestling at the Performance Center. And, like, he's clear to go. They're just waiting to give him something. I I don't know. Because they're injured. Um, Who else? I mean, the heavy machinery. They're, they're, no. No, I don't, no. Wouldn't even Um, know. You know what's crazy? Is that... I don't remember seeing them on Raw. I mean, who? Heavy heavy Machinery? I don't know. I wonder why. Because Otis, they turned Otis into, like, this rapey, vibey person, and I didn't like it. That was weird. weird. It was fucking weird and disturbing. And I'm not, like... Do you know what? The two matches that they had afterwards, the crowd was, like, really behind. Yeah. Yeah. it, It is really weird what they... It was like Vince. It's like Vince saw that and was like, "Oh, you know, it would be a great idea. Let's just have him stalk Bliss and just say random shit to her." Like, what? No, dude. Like, they have an established gimmick in NXT. Bring it up as such. It's not hard. You literally have a training ground where something is working. Because clearly, if you're bringing them up, something is working. When you bring them up, bring them up with set gimmick and set momentum. You kind of did that with Asuka until you fucking didn't. I mean, I get it. It's hard. You did it with Finn until he got injured, unfortunately. Yes. Look at EC3. EC3 doesn't say EC. They. I was listening to like. I I don't feel like EC3. I don't feel like EC3 was ready for a promotion. Like, cause they didn't really do anything for his character. Him being a face on NXT is about as exciting to me as Bobby Roode being a face on fucking main roster. It's weird. My problem is, is is that EC3 has yet to say a word on, on Raw or SmackDown. Has not said a word yet. Can we just team EC3 and Bobby Roode together? Call them the boring duo, the boring bodybuilders. No, turn them heel. Glorious one percent. Done. Book it. You want I'm Bobby? Great. I'm great <laughs> I was, at this show. I was thinking. I was thinking Bobby Lashley and EC3. Call them the the, the boring dominators, the one percent dominators. <laughs> You're a terrible person. Ever. I mean, yeah, that's. that's but yeah, true. no. The, the male. I mean, just think about it. Who, who, aside from the Ascension, is a fully fa- uh, established tag team right now on Raw? Aside from Lucia House Party, oh, there, there isn't. Well, the, the, the revival, everyone's the either revival injured. Everyone is injured. 
every like you got the Usos ish, New Day, Bar, Shane and Miz, which I don't count that as a tag team, Sanity. And I'm pretty sure I'm missing Oh, the Colognes. There are six teams right there that are not that injured. Tag team. Who's that tag team you said before the Colognes? Sanity. I don't know who that is. I haven't seen them in weeks. I don't Shut even up. know that was a team. <laughs> but I mean, those are six teams that are fresh and on Raw right now that are on SmackDown right now that are not injured. It's like this. The, oh, like I really, mm, it frustrates me. Shoutouts to okay, so we're gonna we're gonna move over from the from that. Shoutouts to Rumor Central of Dean Ambrose pretty much telling the writing staff to go fuck themselves, which Ugh. I have to say I 100% approve of. Oh, I think yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Seth came out, cut this promo. It was a good promo about how he's gonna slay the beast, right, or beat Brock Lesnar, and then uh, Paul came out. Paul did Paul, which we always know that's gonna be a home run. And then, um, you know, the retort from Seth, but then Dean Ambrose came out and he just grabbed a mic and he was just like, I only got one thing to say to you. Slay the beast. And walked off. And but it was so weird. No, but apparently he was supposed to have like this super long dialogue about like him. It was supposed to start off with him say slay, slay the beast and do it for your, know, your brothers and the shield and blah, 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 blah. It was a whole rant. And he was just like, I'm not saying all that. That's dumb. Do you not remember the storyline you just gave him about basically saying fuck the shield because Roman's gone? Well, hello. He like, said, I get it. I get it was a shit storyline. Like the, the 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 turn was needed, but you gave him shit to work with, so it turned into shit. And you want to say just you you think we're that stupid that we we forgot two months ago? No, fuck them. Good. Just I had, hope- we had a blood feud. Good. Royal Rumble. Like we, we <laughs> they had a blood feud that started off with a collar and elbow tie A boring ass match. Stupid fucking match. Oh, guys, they got they got they got shit on because they got put on right after. Um, what was the match that came on right before them? Because that was a really good match, and the crowd was just drained, and they started off too slow. Ah! Sorry. Sorry. Um, Eric Bugenhagen just tweeted me on Twitter. Or liked one of my <laughs> tweets. Eric. Yeah, he's actually taking pictures with Katie. <laughs> I know. That's why I liked the tweet. I said, I, I weirdly wrote out Bugenhagen in, in long words, and he liked it. And I'm just like, <laughs> so. Fangirly moment when a wrestler <laughs> likes my stuff. Great. Which, you know, that may or may not be the reason why I have such a giant hard-on for Austin Theory, because he may or may not have liked and followed me on Instagram. Mm. Oh, look at that. Mm. So. It's crazy, but like we were saying, right, <laughs> going back over, it it was some shitty, it was a, it was just, it was a great moment turning heel on Seth the night that he did it. And having, flipped, yeah, we flipped out. We were like, ah, ah, ah. yeah, and then no. it just went to shit. It went to shit. It it did, yo, and you know, and Dean's always said that he's the end of hokey shit, and I think that's the reason why so much of all that verbiage that he was supposed to have, he was just like, I'm not saying that. Yeah, because he doesn't do hokey shit. It's not. It's yeah. not the character that he wanted to turn heel with. 
and he was getting pissed off, and I don't blame him. So don't. when the gimmick is garbage, Dean gets pissed. Uh, speaking of garbage, Corey fucking Graves is a oh. trash of a man. He is trash. We garbage. And <laughs> I know in the past on this podcast, there have been people who have said that he is not trash, that he is great on commentary. His job is, does his job well. And I'm, and I have said in the past that Regardless if he's good or not, I don't like him. I have never liked him. I think he is a garbage human being because he just gives off that vibe of being fucking garbage. And with today's revelation, I'm fucking right. Everyone else can go fuck themselves. I'm fucking right. By all means. I am fucking what right. What are you talking about? Um, so apparently, Mrs. Corey Graves. Corey Graves' wife, put on her Instagram. Let me pull it up to be specific, because I do not want to uh, misquote anything. So give me one second, because for some reason I am not prepared. Here we go. Oh, nope, someone moved that Twitter. It's okay. They took it oh, off, huh? Oh, wow. Someone actually did remove that. Huh. Because the link that Julie sent us is now gone. Yep. Wow. So, I don't know whether or not. But regardless, we're going to consider what she, what she wrote and what she said is true. So, this may be a totally below me to do. But I am hurt. I am sad. I've put 11 years into supporting a man to accomplish his dream for o- only for him to punch me in the gut. I've been through suicide attempts, alcoholism, among so much more with him, and stuck by his side. The kicker is finding out he's been sleeping with one of my daughter's role, mo- bleh, role models all along. At Carmella WWE and at WWE Graves, I hope you guys are happy. I really do. And then uh, a little while later, she apparently deleted it. Um, but another one was posted from the same account. Uh, it was a screenshot from uh, their texting, apparently. And apparently in the conversation... She was saying, don't text me anymore. I'm at work bawling my eyes out, blah, 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 blah. He apparently responds to her saying, uh, this is allegedly, also, I suggest taking down that post because WWE is going to sue you. I just got a call. She responds, fine, they can sue. He responds, ha, 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 wow, you've really lost it. Mm. Whatever this T is. It's all over Twitter. It's I didn't see much of it on Reddit on the hashtag um, R squared circle. So, um, but it's right now. It's 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 definitely trending on Twitter. Definitely, like Ringside News has got it. Like it's it's just it's just there. It's fucking there right now. Um. <laughs> so yeah, Graves is trash, and Carmella ha- is has trash taste in men. It's official. 
She was with Cass, and she just went with Graves. Oh, God. Somebody, somebody put up on Twitter, Corey has wife and kids, and Carmela, then they say, Carmela, fuck them kids. And I got a picture of Vince McMahon, like, with a stern-ass face. <laughs> oh, no, it was even better, because there was there was a gif, there was a little mini-clip of uh, Brock Lesnar confronting Heath Slater, you know, the whole, I got kids. And it was Brock oh, saying, I, I don't fucking care about your kids. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> so, that's funny. Such a great moment, too. <laughs> and then there was another one uh, that was that moment that Corey Graves finds out his wife um, posted the Instagram story, and it's Chris Benoit's Titantron music. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Uh, that one might be. Dark humor, terrible. Yo, Byron Saxon seeing the news about Corey and Carmella, and it's got him just laughing. <laughs> That's the best. I'm actually looking this up right now as we're like on the air. I'm just like, yo, this is this is pretty good. Like, not a good weekend for you know, fabulous glow. Which let's talk about that right quick. Uh, Jimmy Uso was arrested in Detroit. Because I think they had a show, a house show there this weekend or earlier this week. Um, Naomi was Naomi was driving. Um, and if you have ever been to Detroit, uh, Detroit is kind of uh, a clusterfuck of a city when it comes to the roads, especially in winter, which it's definitely winter up north. Uh, Naomi went down a one way street. Cops pulled her over. They smelled booze. Thought it was from Naomi. It wasn't from Naomi, it was from Jimmy. Um, clearly the Usos have a drinking problem. I think Roman got a, a DOI or something like that too, right? Yeah, the whole Fatu family's gotten Yeah, hit. alcohol is, is their vice. I'm not shaming, I'm just saying it's a vice, and you should probably, you know, maybe that think tried. about that. Choices. Choices were made. <laughs> Choices. Let's talk that about choice. it. Um, <laughs> I haven't said let's talk about it in forever. Um, so yeah, uh, Naomi pulled over, was talking to the police. Clearly you didn't see or hear anything about Naomi getting arrested or cited for a DUI. So clearly she was not drunk while driving. But regardless, police were talking with her outside of the vehicle. Uh, Jimmy, and apparently a drunken stupor, decided it would be a great idea to get out of the car, not listen to Detroit Police Department, uh, when they asked him to return to the vehicle, he then took off his shirt and tried to, quote-unquote, square up to the police officer. And apparently at one point, the police police officers had tasers out pointed at him. Uh, Luckily enough, either Naomi calmed the situation down or they just, you know, didn't have to, you know, use the tasers and then arrested him. Um, yeah, like I said, not a good weekend for week for, uh, they po- cause he posted, yeah, he posted bail like that same night and then the WWE came out with their like super generic statement, like just what they did with Jay when he got busted for his DUI in Texas. And it was, you know, very Jonathan Uso is in charge of his own. Right. Now, and it was like, whoa. But you know what's funny, man, is that like 
Jimmy and Jay didn't suffer any real heat after Jay got pulled over for his DUI. And I don't think they're going to suffer really any heat now. They'll probably lose. They're not going to win the titles. Obviously we, we called that one. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, you know, we said this before. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if Naomi and I'll win the SmackDown titles now. And you could be like, yep, that's that's how we capped this off. <laughs> that's exactly how we capped this off. No, say so, no. Carmella and Naomi, they were never winning the titles. They were never winning the titles. And, and if they, if somehow they were on slate to win the titles again, I'm gonna go to creative and be like, what the fuck? Was, uh, because know. the Iconics and Riot Squad are right fucking now. Um, the Usos, however, depending on their situation or you know what's true about their uh their backstage beef or whatnot. I did see a post saying that uh, Naomi and Usos want to be quote-unquote fired from the WWE. Now, I doubt that accidentally turned, like, even the police report saying accidentally turning down a one-way street, the going the wrong way, is not belligerently trying to get fired. I, I don't feel like that's true, like, n- a, a true news bite from whatever source that whoever got this from. Um I don't think they're trying to get fired, but the Usos contract and Naomi's contract are coming up being done later on uh, this year. So. Well, I think it's right. It's April, right? I, I don't know. I think, it's April. I think it's at the end of April that their contracts are up, which is crazy. Cause like all these wrestlers whose contracts were coming up, like oh there was it's not even like story or anything because like mm-hmm. where's Dolph Ziggler been since the Royal Rumble? Oh he's I think he's done. Yeah, that's what I'm His saying. His contract like, was done at the end of January, and he's he's nowhere. Like just curious to see if he pops up at like double or nothing, or if he just like a track with WWE, or he shows up at Impact or wherever he goes. Like it, it'd be crazy to see where his career goes because I know he's. He's playing a lot for his stand-up tour, so I'm just I'm just wondering. And then obviously Dean, the Usos, the Revival, who aren't actually gonna get released, but they wanted to get released, but they'll be their contracts end next year. Uh, yeah, they're not going anywhere. Rusev. Huh? Rusev and Lana, I don't think are gonna go anywhere. WWE is not if their contract is not up, they're not going to go anywhere. I think Hideo was the only. As the exception, only because he was going to Noah, and that's you know they have that partnership with the WWE. I think his contract was, was up anyway. I oh, think his contract was released. I don't. I've seen mixed reports that his contract was coming up anyways, and he just wanted to get out of it early. That makes um, sense. Uh, but I, <laughs> I doubt that AEW is not going to try to go after Kenta. I doubt they, they'd be stupid not to, um, not to at least try to get some appearances out of him. But, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, WWE is not going to be letting go of anybody. Because they're worried. They're, they have every reason to be worried. Oh, yeah, they're 100%. They're just, it's like, we're going to, we're going to hoard all these people. We're going to hoard all these contracts. We're not going to let people go. We're going to offer more money. We're going to do different pushes. And we're going to see where this goes. But at the same time, it, it's 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 going to be a weird thing. The snake might start eating itself. Um, I don't know. It's it's just weird. Question two, right? Um, 
AEW, it got, it got asked to me, right? It got asked me by Anthony, actually. Um, he said, how long do you think AEW stays around? And I said, at a minimum, not, and I, I want success for those guys. I want those guys to explode. And for the next 20 or 30 years, they just run rampant, right? Right. But I did have to keep it realistic, right? It's like all these guys, the contracts that are coming up are like three to five year deals to include me and the Jacksons, right? So we know, we know those guys' contracts are at least four to five years. If they retire and say, Hey, I'm just going to be running a producing role or I'm going to do all the vice presidency role. The five years of just them running the company from behind the scenes. And I was like, that gives you that nine to 10 year range that they can just like do what they want to do. It's funny because Anthony said, he was just like, do you really believe that? And I was like, I, I do because you have Kenny and Cody who are just creative, creative geniuses mm-hmm. and they're just going to run rampant and there's already talent. And we, we talk about it. There's already talent from all over that are like, we want to be a part of whatever that is. Watching this slowly happen. I can't wait until names from WWE in a women's division leaves and goes. I don't care who it is. It could be a bliss James. Banks, Lynch, whoever. Once one of those goes over to AEW, Trinity yeah. for two. Let's be honest. Naomi goes. We we. Oh, the Usos are going. Everybody's gonna be like, or oh, at yeah. least one of them. Is. I would think all three. I think they would, they will all three show up together and say, "Let's do this." Oh wow! It has to be a fun fashion. Apparently, I missed this part of the Twitter wrestling rant. Seth Rollins is single, apparently, and Twitter is exploding about that too. <laughs> so He's calculating his move. <laughs> so what? Go for Nikki Bella? No, I would expect Ew. you to go for Seth. But all right, cool. That's sad. Poor Beat Seth up. Rollins. Yeah, poor him. Poor. Poor CrossFit Jesus over there. One, I did see one post that um, does spark interest as sort of like a moral debate. You know, I clearly said what I said about Corey Graves, and I still stand by it, that he's trash. But Seth Rollins did the same thing. John Cena and Mickey James did the same thing. They did do the same thing. That went Stone up. Cold Steve Austin fucking beat the fuck out of Deborah. Yeah. So, like, where's the line going to be drawn? I guess was was the moment, and I'm just like, well, let's see. Stone Cold has paid for all of that shit. You know, he's worked on himself. You know what he did wasn't right. At by all means, at all. Um, but Seth also paid paid for it. You know, he had his you know dick pic leaked, which are may, which are may or may not still have saved. Is it his ex wife dating Sonya Deville? No, the girl he cheated on his ex fiance with 
is dating Sonya Deville. There you go. So the Zahara Schreiber or something like that. Yeah, she went from dating Seth Rollins to her next relationship is literally currently with Sonya Deville. So they're happy. (laughs) Apparently, Seth couldn't please her the way Sonya can. So just saying. Just saying. But yeah, so it's like we're, we're you know Seth had his comeuppance, you know he had like you know his dick pic released and everything else like that. That was fun because that was like in the middle of his big push too, and it was just like, whoo, you know the jokes came out about it and everything, you know not as bad as like Xavier Woods's joke from the Usos about the page tape. Oh, that was amazing. Oh. I feel bad for Paige. No, that was, a great, are, like, that was a great Xavier Woods. That was that was a great great burn. Hilarious, but it was just it sucks that it came it had to come at the expense of Paige. I really hope that she doesn't take like that shit personally. I don't feel like she's the type of person that does. But yeah. um, yeah. Speaking of speaking of Paige, um, her movie is coming out. I, fuck that movie! First of all, I we're Ooh, getting that. You rant. have opinions. We're gonna talk about that, but first I want to talk about if you have not. And I know, I know it was brought up. So I watched the Chronicles of Paige on the WWE Network. And, did oh that make you cry? God. Did that make you cry? Yes, it did. I was I like, oh bawled. god! I was like, Paige, I feel your pain. And you know what's so crazy is to me, I swore Paige had been around for like six months. It was only three weeks. Yeah, was it was like, literally instantly, instantly when she came back. And you saw, like, you saw her optimism after. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's just, you know, it's a little thing. It's whatever. We're going to go get this taken care of, and I'm going to be back. It's fine. I'm going to do this Royal Rumble and everything like that. Yeah. Like, nope. It's not happening. Oh, I, I'm not, not lying. You know, I'm, I'm definitely one with my emotions and everything else like that. I cried. Definitely cried. Felt for that girl. I am definitely empathetic. Um, if I ha- if I were to have a superpower, it would definitely be fucking overdone empathy for people. Um, I cried. I would do regeneration. I would cut my hand and I would let her drink a little bit of my blood so that way she could get her neck healed. Because I was like, God. That's dang. just weird. That's weird. Why would you? How? Hmm. Hello? I don't know. Ask the people who did the show Heroes, okay? They cut Claire Bennett to give to the man with the horror room glasses. Yeah. I I watched Heroes. I can openly admit that, and I was proud of that show. Anyway, so let's get into the movie, right? (laughs) Let's get into this movie. movie You're not clearly going to go see because you just said fuck it. Fuck that movie. First of all, let let me talk about why I would say fuck that movie after all the good things I just said about Paige <laughs> for the Chronicle. Mm. It's not even the biggest problem with is um I watched I recently watched the clip where Idol, right? Yeah. I have no issues with the filming of it. I have no issues with fights where the design because I understand that like, you obviously have an emotional uh stance behind it. 
my biggest problem with the movie was Ali, right? And it's like it's like WWE wants you to fucking forget started, right? Paige is out there, like in the original how we remember it. AJ Lee is there with Tamina and they're cutting she's cutting this awesome promo about being a women's divas champion for X amount of days, 156 days, right? 159 right. days. She's cutting this awesome promo. She's talking about all the great shit. And then Paige comes out. And you know, Paige is obviously being, you know, the new girl. So fast forward to right that we're gonna talk about. So AJ Lee Played by Zelina Vega, by the way. Um, uh, imitating AJ Lee. I have to put that out there. Yeah. But Zelina Vega comes out in an all red suit, like shirt, like, you know, clothing, we'll call it. And she's dressed in all red. And I was like, well, first, that's 100% inaccurate, right? Because you could have just thrown, you, if you had to change. <laughs> it, let me be real. If you had to change it, you still could have had her being like short jean shorts, a regular black shirt, and maybe some low top converses, right? Because that's that's AJ. We know that for AJ. Like that right. was like an iconic look for her. Right. But to me, it's like WWE was just like, hey, by the way, you need to rewrite history. And uh she didn't even have Tamina with her. Nope. Tamina wasn't there and she was there in like her costume. Have a, she didn't have a costume. Like she just went out there in a shirt, jeans, and fucking uh, converses. And now, at I least keep some of it it's, real. It's based on a true story. Based on that one moment, I know of Paige making her debut on Raw should at least, at a minimum, ten accurate. Yeah, you don't have you don't even have a Tamina like person. Here's the question. I ha- I will pose a question to you. Because Tamina was AJ's bodyguard. Yes. And very frequently wore AJ's shirt. Do you think that they did not want to have the shirt on there because they might have to pay royalties to AJ? Well, and that's what I was saying. It was like, you could have her come out there in an all-black t-shirt. Right. Short t-shirt. Just I, Maybe the, it's the just... The point is... Maybe they just decided there were so many changes that need to be made that they decided, you know what, fuck it, we'll just do it this way. Just, I I don't know. It just, to me, it just makes simple sense to be like, all right, you're going to wear the shirt, you're going to tie in a knot, you're going to put some jean shorts on, and you're going to wear, like, low-top converses. That way people can still get the visual that it's Zelina Vega, well, it's, it's AJ. Right. You, you could have anybody behind, that's what I'm saying, like, 95% accuracy because it's not like we can't go on YouTube and watch it and be like, yo, this is a fucking movie. <laughs> right. Like, you know, cause, and I, and I get they added extra wrestling in there because they wanted to make the more, scene more dramatic. And I'll yeah. give them that because that's, that's legit. Yeah. I'm watching it. I was like, I, I couldn't get over that one part of out there in an all red costume. But I will have to say, though, of AJ Lee was spot on. Oh, my God. Everything from to the way she was pronouncing words to, like, 
the mannerisms that AJ Lee had, like, dead on. I was right. like, you know, I salute you. <laughs> you could be, you could be AJ Lee's twin at this point, <laughs> and I would have believed you. <laughs> but I think, and the thing is, is like, I, I love the concept of the movie, right? Right. About like Paige, just her, her struggles and the way that she keeps going. And then obviously we know like what happens after that moment that she won her first, uh, women's title, right? Her, her first Divas title. We know what happens. And then obviously we were just talking about the Chronicle, the 30 minute Chronicle. Like, but it's just, to me, I just think it's just disrespectful to all parties. To not even be accurate. Like, you're accurate with Paige, because obviously it's Paige. It's about Paige's movie. But her first opponent on Raw, like, what do you mean? Like, WWE has the footage. Rock, you produce this movie. Just YouTube it. You'll see it. Right. Like, are you okay with this? This, I don't want to say it like that. This was, it made me feel... Watching that scene made me feel like I did when I it's gonna um, it sound so bad when I say this. When I watched the Aaliyah movie, I was like, yo, this movie sucks. <laughs> it's not accurate at all. Yeah. <laughs> and now watching this this wrestling scene, I was like, yo, this is trash. I was like, I can't get past it. Like, there's a great there's great moments in there. I I loved the wrestling aspect of it. For this little scene, and I get it because um, the girl playing Paige, obviously she's not wrestler, but she looked like she took some bumps. She took a lot of bumps, and it was cool. And I was like, "Oh, she's, you know, she's getting into it." But I don't know. I'm not watching the movie though. <laughs> I'll wait for it to come out for free. <laughs> right, 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 right. All right, That's my we band. went through a lot. We didn't really go through the wrestling. We were just shit talking. So watch NXT, watch SmackDown. We got Elimination Chamber. So, uh, this weekend, so, um, yeah, we, we don't, I'm sorry, we don't have time. We talked about too much bullshit. Um, <laughs> sorry, Kofi. Right. Quick, 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 uh, rundown. Uh, Braun Strowman versus Bear Corbin in a no DQ match. I got I, Braun. I got Braun. Bobby Lashley and Dude, Leo Rush. I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to go to Baron. Ew, you're wrong. I'm but sorry. Fine. Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush versus Finn Balor in a handicap match for the IC title. I got Lashley, but Leo winning. I got Lashley and Leo winning, but with Leo pinning Finn. Yeah, I was going to say that too. I feel like that's going to be weird. Uh, Ronda versus Ruby Riot for the Raw Women's Championship. Ronda. Go with Ruby Riot. Shut the fuck up. I'm not even, no, (laughs) going with Ronda. I know you're not dumb. Uh, Buddy Murphy versus Akira, Akira Tozawa for the Cruiserweight Championship. Buddy. I, I'm going to go with Buddy, but I really want Tozawa to win. Miz and Shane McMahon oh. versus the Usos. Um, this is a toss-up because of, you know, what the fuck happened. Um, I'm still going to say Usos. I'm going to go with the Mac and Miz. McMiz? McMiz. Uh, Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship. Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles versus Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton versus Samoa Joe versus <gasps> Kofi Kingston. Mustafa Ali is actually injured, injured, and had to be pulled out of the match. Kofi Kingston did a great job on SmackDown doing the uh, fucking gauntlet match. He did he pulled the stuff wrong, and so Kofi no. showing up and showing the fuck out. Um, but who do you got? 
I got Dan, I got okay. Brian. It's Daniel Bryan. I got I got Brian. My question for you though is, who takes the final pinfall? Probably Kofi. Kofi, I, I want to say. I think I think I order of elimination. Joe. I think order of elimination is probably going to be Hardy, Orton, Joe. No, Hardy, Orton, Styles, Joe Kingston with Daniel Bryan winning. It's not bad. I think. Um, Hardy has to go first. It has to be Hardy. I'd, I'll be surprised uh, if it's anybody else but Hardy, to be honest. Right. I, it has to be Hardy. Um, is this his first Elimination Chamber, or is this the second? No, I think he's been in multiple. Uh, mm. I think. I have to go Hardy. And honestly, because I think it's going to go Styles, Orton, Samoa Joe. And winning. Uh, let's see. Jeff Hardy was in. <sighs> I know he's. I know he's in at least one. He was in the WWE Championship match at No Way Out back in 2008, where Triple H defeated him. HBK, Jericho, Umaga, and JBL. He was also at No Way Out 2009, where Triple H defeated Edge, Taker, Hardy, Show, and Kozlov. And let's. <sighs> I think that's it. Speaking of Kozlov, he was in season two of The Punisher. Spoiler alert! If you Who guys cares? haven't seen it, yet. Who cares? No, that no, really? no, no one cares. I mean, ripped. That's good. He's not wrestling. He's not a part of this. Who cares? Um, Wrestler. And so who, did, my- who did you say? You said Brian. Yeah, Brian. And you said who? What order? Um, Hardy. Um, God damn it! Hardy, Orton, Styles, Orton, then Joe. Oh, yep. Really, heel and heel at the end. The reason why though is that there's, it's been reported, um, on multiple sites, whole place where Fastlane is at. I forget where it's gonna be, but anyway, so Fastlane is marketing. AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, and Samoa Joe. <sighs> I really need. I, I really, I really need. It's like Joe and Bryan, uh, Styles and Bryan has been so overdone. I just, I, I'm, I'm tapping out. I'm done. It was a great story. Let's not overkill it, guys. I can't. I can't go on. That's all you know how to do. All right. And then the last one is the inaugural. No, re- sorry, not inaugural. Revive. WWE Women's Tag Team Championship with uh, the Samoans versus the Riot Squad versus uh, Fire and Desire versus Iconics versus Hug and Boss versus Fabulous Glow. I just threw out some oh. names, so and I'm still. I I'm, believe I'm still thinking it's Iconics or Riot. That yeah. it needs to, it needs to happen. Yeah, I. I'm going to go, last week we talked about this, and I want yeah. the Iconics to win. I really think Boss and the the Boss and Hug Connection are going to be the ones. Um, we'll I'm see. Gonna, yeah, 
because I, I I would love it to be the Iconics. I really, really want it to be. I think it should be. I think them having more exposure and being able to be on multiple shows and actually being on TV more will improve them, get them better, kind of like how at one point Lay Cool was on SmackDown and on Raw. Like, they were just on both brands just for whatever reason and became, you know, a better group because of it. So, I don't know. I, I The problem I, is, though, is that they've made a joke out of the Iconics recently, right? So, Charlotte beat them on her own. Then Becky beat one. Asuka beat the other. It's like every person you look down the line, though, and the only real tag match they won was in Australia. And their debut matches. They won their debut matches and everything like that. Yeah. But that was, like, fucking almost a year ago. So. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, eh. they really haven't done much. It deserves to go to a real team that's been actually established for a long period of time, and that's why I think it should be one of those two teams. But we are well out of time. We are well over our limit and at, uh, a lot of time. So I apologize for you people <laughs> who have decided to stay on for past an hour. I really wanted to keep this to an hour. Uh, but CM underscore Miller 85 on all things social media, um, at Franken Culture on Facebook, WordPress, Twitter, Instagram. And then as always, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and at Food Franken Culture pages. Uh, for Julie, Katie, who is currently at NXT St. Augustine, and everybody else who's been on the show, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for listening to us, and you can catch us next week for post-elimination chamber recap. Peace out. Oh my god. <laughs>